to For the Love of E Street. I am Donna here with my fabulous co-host Randy. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And we are here to talk about one thing and one thing only, the boss man, Bruce Springsteen. And today we have the opportunity to speak with Dougie Robertson from the tribute band, The Springsteen Sessions out of the UK. The Springsteen Sessions is the brainchild of its founder, Dougie Robertson, who is with us today. The band focuses purely on the music of Springsteen. No wigs, (laughs) no makeup, no gimmicks, just pure live music. Springsteen music. For the true Springsteen fan, this will be a show that you will not want to end. For when the Springsteen sessions take the stage, their one and only job is to send you home with a smile on your face. Welcome to the swamps of Jersey, Dougie. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, and uh, thanks for hosting me. Well, thank you for being here. Yes, welcome. So, Dougie, how did the band get started? Well, approximately um, about 10 years ago, I, or 12 years ago, I was, I was asked to come and sing in with a bunch of guys. And uh, after about four weeks rehearsals, I, I kind of uh, decided not to go forward with it because a saxophone player just wasn't hitting the, the standards that should be of this type of music. Uh, and being a former saxophone player, I knew how it should have sounded. So I just said to the guys, I'm going to leave, guys. And uh, then I started my own Springsteen act. Wow. Okay. And this was like 10, 12 years ago, you said? Yes. Yes. Oh, so you've been doing this for a while. Nice. Yeah. um, Okay. I'm not 35 anymore. (laughs) (laughs) None of us are. No. But don't tell anybody. We (laughs) fake it. So, what instrument do you play, and when did you start playing music? Well, I, originally I was a saxophone player about 20, 30 years ago. Um, played for many years, about 23 years in Glasgow, uh, doing sessions for people and that kind of thing. And then I gave up saxophone and started uh, um, writing my own songs and playing harmonica. And that led me into becoming the vocalist for the spring scene sessions. Wow. Okay. So the sax and the harmonica. That's interesting. Okay. And how old were you when you started playing, did you say? I was 19 when I took up the saxophone. um, And then I played that for about 23 years, 24 years, and then uh, flipped to singing and writing. And I have been doing that ever since. Nice. Very cool. Um, so you guys, the Springsteen sessions play all over, right? Um, I, I assume all over the UK. Yes, all over the UK and in Ireland. Just recently, um, <clears throat> we were playing last night in a place called Bathgate in in Scotland, and uh, we had a great night, great night with the panels, all the fans. Yeah, that that was my question. So tell us about your fans. Like, what is is it? Are they just Springsteen yeah. fans, or yeah? Well, they are. The, the demographic is the same as you would get at a Springsteen concert from young mm-hmm. to old. Mm-hmm. We've got everybody. We've got guys that come to see us that have seen us maybe 20, 25, 30 times. And uh, wow. there's one doctor guy, I can't remember his name, but he's seen us numerous times. And I asked him why he keeps coming back to see essentially a cover band. He says, well, when I close my eyes, I get 
I get transported to Barcelona or whatever it is in the world he's been wow. to see Springsteen. So he, he really thinks we sound like them as opposed to looking like them, which is the, in essence, that's the, the whole game for us is to try and capture the sound of the Springsteen band, not look like them because we can't even look like them. You know? Right. I, I've heard your music and you really do. Oh. You, yeah, you're pretty awesome. And you do sound like Bruce. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So who are your musical in- influences? So I've got many. Obviously, Springsteen's one of them. Um, Van Morrison, mm-hmm. John Prine, uh, Steve Errol, um, Tom Waits, all these kind of writers, uh, they can inspire me to, to sing and, and to write. Gotcha. What would you say your favorite non-Bruce band is and your favorite non-Bruce song? That's easy. Um, okay. Many years ago, I was in Canada as a young boy in holiday, and my cousin picked me up from the airport in her new Mustang. And, uh, <laughs> the roof was off it, and we're driving up the highway, and she was playing a song called Breakfast in America by Supertramp. Ah. That's a great but song. It's actually, the, the song is Goodbye Stranger, the one I like. Ah. But I latterly found out, I thought they were American, but I latterly found out that they were English. Mm-hmm. And the bass player comes from Scotland, just along the road from where I live. Oh, wow. Oh. That's a wee factoid about Supertramp. Huh. Pride of place. Yeah. 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 We, we know how that feels. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. <laughs> so what Bruce album got you hooked? That was the river, and I'll tell you why. When I was a young boy playing a saxophone, my friend and neighbour got fed up hearing the Pink Panther theme getting practised, <laughs> and he passed me the album. He says, this album's got saxophone on it, so why don't you listen to that? And then, you know, so I started listening to Clancy's sound, and it was just boom, 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 and then all of a sudden, the, unbeknown to me, the songs were seeping in. So the river caught me first, and then obviously – we backtrack and we pick up the older ones and then you, you buy everything subsequently that he makes, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. So we always talk on yeah. this show about how our Bruce song can, our, our favorite Bruce song can change depending on mood or time of year or various other things. Do you have a favorite Bruce song and is it, is it changeable or is it always the same? It, it kind of changes all the time, and especially when I'm performing the songs. But the favorite one for me to sing, there's two. There's there's uh, the Promised Land and Independence Day. They're my favorites to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I mean, we've got a set list of thirty plus songs or so, and each every one of them means something. And for us to change the set on a nightly basis, it's quite difficult. Yeah, because to leave songs out, to leave a song out, you, you feel like you're you're abandoning it. You know. Right. Yeah. So how long are your shows usually? Two and a half to two and three quarter hours. Okay. Wow. It's a nice set. Yeah. It's quite a lot. It's quite lengthy. Yeah. Quite lengthy. Very nice. Almost like a real Bruce concert. Right. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So I don't is- think I've got the energy of him right enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> what is your favorite line in a song? I had to write this one down because I remember hearing it and I thought, what a line. And it's, uh, she stares off alone into the night with the eyes of the one who hates her just being born. And that's obviously from racing in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that is a really amazing. Beautiful line. Yeah. Beautiful it, line. Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, 
It is very evocative. Like yes. it, you just captures that feeling. You no, I mean uh, to write something like that is just it's a masterpiece. You know, uh, you know, stares off into the night with the eyes of someone who hates for just being born. I mean, that's yeah. a great line. Yeah, there's no, you know that she's not a happy girl. <laughs> I mean, you just, there are yeah, no, she, she's just not, not happy. She's with got her issues. <laughs> she yeah. has issues. She's not happy with her life. But what's so amazing, and we've talked about this on our show so many times, is that there are so many of those lines. Oh, yeah. Throughout his catalog oh. that you ask yourself, how does somebody, like, you know, it's it's one thing to have like that one but he has like dozens and dozens of them. Yes. Like, how does he do that? Well, there's another one. Another one uh, I learned more from the three minute record than yeah. we ever learned at right. school. Right. I mean, yeah. That's another classic. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, there are, there are I think everybody, so many of them. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No. no, go ahead. I was just saying, I think a lot of folk, when you ask them about their favorite line, uh, certainly our concerts, they say, oh, I learned more from a three-minute record than ever. It seems to be one that re reverberates with a lot of people, you know? That, and we also get um, screen door slams, yeah. Mary's dress slams. Oh, you know, there's you know, a big debate that. about that. And about yeah, Mary's yeah, yeah. Waves or swings. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. When I sing that song, I sing uh, Mary's dress waves. Hey, whatever That's you want to do. <laughs> you, got, you got the mic yeah you can do it you can say whatever you want um is there a british song that you think you would like to see made into a movie well i, I took a lot of time thinking about that and, and, and purely because of the the fractious relationship i would like to see independence day mm. made into a movie that would be quite a cool movie and it's hopefully see them you know make up in the end Right. As he did in his real life with right. his father, apparently, right. you know, they, they kind of had a fractious relationship. Mm -hmm. And then his daddy come to see him playing and, uh, you know, and he tells great stories about his father. Yeah. 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 So have you seen Bruce live? Five times. Just five times. That's okay. And I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the UK tickets to get put on sale here so we can maybe make it six times. We're waiting for the yes. U.S. tickets to go on sale. We know how you feel. Yeah. Well, Bruce, Bruce has never seen me live, but hey, still, <laughs> still time. Still hey, time. listen, maybe you guys can do a gig the same weekend. He can come to your concert too. <laughs> um, what? Speaking of your concerts versus Bruce's, what's your favorite venue to play? Do you have one? We have many venues that we we feel are are, are very good to play, but. We think the fans make the venue. That's, oh, that's what we think. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a place in, in Newcastle that's a big stronghold for Springsteen fans in northeast of England. And there's a place called the Clooney, which is a, a touring venue where a lot of touring bands hit. And it took us about a time to get in there because the guy who ran it was just thinking, nah, we don't take that type of band in here. I said, well, listen to us first and then see. So it gave us a crack at it, and we sold it out the first night. Wow! And, uh, it's just because it's spring scene, because but it's uh, it's like an oven. It's it's quite <laughs> small and compact, you know. And uh, boy, is it a great place for spring scene fans. You know, it doesn't have to be a big place. Mm -mm. You just it, it does not. You it's just about have the to fans, have fans. Bring the fans, bring the appetite. They bring the atmosphere. They bring the there passion. We are just uh, we're part of that. We feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what is your favorite Bruce song to play? Uh, 
Promised Land's a good one. I like that because it's got everything in it. It's got harmonicas, saxophones, guitar solos, uh, and great lyrics. Great lyrics. Um, and uh, there's another. We've just started recently playing I'll See You In My Dreams. That's just oh, recently nice. come into the, the set list. Beautiful song. Carries a lot of emotion within it. And uh, yeah. we uh, we tried singing it in Newcastle with the, the big crowd. And uh, as we started it, I said, this is for all, this is about loss. And as I said that, I realized I had lost two sisters just last year there. And I thought, oh. just started thinking about the girls. And uh, I couldn't sing the song. I was crying like a big baby mm. all the way through the song. Aw, you all right. That's <laughs> I feel I, I, I feel a tear coming no, on. I, wow, yeah. that's pretty um that's pretty amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. a tough thing, tough thing. Yeah, I bet. Um you mentioned that you guys try to change up your set list, right? Like from yes. From, yes. from time to time. So when you're putting together a set list for a gig, is there a favorite opener and a favorite favorite closer? Last night we opened with uh, Promised Land and we finished with Dancing in the Dark. Uh-huh. Okay. Next, this this uh, this Saturday night coming up, we're going to be opening up with Ramrod. Oh. And we'll probably finish with, uh, you know, Badlands or something like that. Cool. So we, we, we do change it, but we would try, try to grab the audience by the throat and keep a hold of them all night. That's what we try to do. Understood. So are you playing songs from Letter to You? Just, sorry, just uh, I'll See You in My Dreams. Okay. Oh, that's right. I'm but that's sorry. the you only just, one. But that's the only one? That's the only one we've, we've tackled at the minute because uh, our set list is quite extensive. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're trying to freshen it up and keep it, keep it exciting for the band and keep it exciting for the audience. Gotcha. Because we've got people that follow us everywhere, everywhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> Somebody turned up last night from Newcastle. She she just appeared, and I thought, wow, that's a four-and-a-half-hour train journey. Wow. That's kind of cool. Um, it, was, it was very good. You know, we get them, they come to Ireland to see us, and then we get, you know, we get people with an Inverness in Scotland. They'll travel from Glasgow, which is about a three-hour drive up to Inverness. Wow. And it's great to have a fan base that travels with us. So we've got to keep the, the set very fresh uh, so we don't bore them to tears, you see. Mm. Gotcha. Have you considered taking this uh, band outside of the British Isles and that area, coming to the U.S. or other parts of well, Europe? Well, we would. I, I would love to play the Stone Pony, of course. Yeah, it's right. An expensive, it's an expensive trip to get us there, you know. Yeah. But I think I think I've seen bands playing the Stone Pony doing the spring scene cover things, and they they're, they're doing a good job, you know. But we like to think we're a wee bit of cut above the rest. But that might sound pig-headed, but. You've got to believe in yourself. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever seen them play in the States? Sorry, seen who, Randy? Bruce, you know, the band. Have you ever seen them play here? Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. No, no, I've never been to the States. I've seen it's all through Britain. It's like in okay. England and in gotcha. and, and Scotland. It comes to, well, we're hoping he's going to come to Hamden Park uh, yeah. this uh, 2023, but you just have to wait and see. I suppose so. Well, speaking of songs, specifically, I'll See You in My Dreams, we have an amazing song for you guys. I'll See You in My Dreams by the Springsteen Sessions. The road is long And seeming without end 
the days go on I remember you my friend And though you're gone And my heart's been empty It seems I'll see you in my dreams I got your guitar Here by the bed Thank you so much. That was awesome, Dougie. You guys did a really, really lovely job with that song. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Thank you so Thank much. You. Absolutely. So can you tell us how we can connect with you and where we can see you live? Like what's coming up for the band? Yeah, well, I'm, uh, as I say, I'm a tenant technical dinosaur technological dinosaur <laughs> but we, we we have a facebook page which is the spring scene sessions um and if you punch into the youtube search engine the spring scene sessions we populate it we're, we're quite busy on that people nice. showing videos of us playing the like jungle land and things like that um but uh we're, we're starting to i've got some people going to start working with us and become a bit more uh social media savvy shall mm -hmm. we say mm -hmm. and uh Get ourselves a new website. We're going to put a new website nice. together. So when we get that sorted, we'll send you the address. Sounds mm -hmm. good. And, yeah. Um, 
And you guys will be playing all around this summer, right? You'll be all over. Well, we, well the month of July, we can't because our guitar player's coming over to your place. Oh. He's, so we're having to take a, a forced holiday. Oh. But um, we've got well, the, the bookings are slowly but surely coming back after okay, the good. pandemic. They're starting, a lot of theatres have, a lot of smaller theatres lost themselves and they, they never got back up. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're looking to repopulate our calendar and get ourselves back up to the 30, 40 shows a year. Maybe more. Maybe more. Awesome. Nice. Well, yeah. that is our show for today, my friends. Thank you for being here. You can join us in our Facebook group for the Love of E Street. We would love to continue the conversation over there. And of course, check out all the episodes of this podcast because we are streaming on all the platforms. And we are sponsored by Donna J Skincare, an all-natural anti-aging and non-toxic skincare company that actually be believes your skincare should care for the health of your skin. And we are out from the swamps of Jersey. Thank you, Dougie.